There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. More competition for more. Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a fizzy army? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, bitch! I went to an old boys boarding school in Cavan. So we had no, like, women. I guess, no women. communication with women. We did. We had a nun, Sister Rosario. Hello and welcome to Telebox with myself, Jen Hatton. And me, Emma Dorn. We started things off with a bang last week with a hilarious chat from the fabulous Joanne McNally, followed by a deep dive into Netflix's newest true crime drama, The Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer. And if you thought that last week was a good start to the series, wait until you see what we have for you this week on the podcast. So we're starting off, we have our good mate Fred Cook, and he's telling us all about his favourite show, Baywatch. He's he's a nice person, don't judge him on that. (laughs) (laughs) He's lovely. Ah, it's a, it's a great chat. It's a fun chat. Fun, it's song. really fun. Little I don't song, say too much. Dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we had we had great fun with him, didn't we? Yeah, we definitely did. And then he he became a lifeguard off the back of that in Kells, no less. I mean, it shaped his whole life basically. That's <laughs> what an impact TV can have on you. Where do you go from watching Hasselhoff and Anderson only to be a lifeguard in the community hall in Kells? I know. Then we're also going to be finding out from the listeners and big thanks yeah. for them to get in touch about their favourite uh, TV, like Irish reality TV show. And there was some good answers there, wasn't there? There was. It was quite interesting and st- stuff that I completely forgot about, to be honest with you, just because my mind blocked it out on purpose, I think. Because we, yeah, know, you we see, know Irish reality TV can be carnage at the best of times. Oh, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There was some ones that were off the chart cringe but there was some good ones in there I was like oh no in fairness that is a decent show but it's it's a mixed bag it's a mixed bag and it, it, it was a good show but they're no longer showing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> let that speak for That's itself a fair point and then finally we're going to be chatting about the insanity oh. that is yeah I the mass singer we have just watched it because we're recording this yeah. on saturday night it's just gone half eight so it's yeah. completely fresh in our minds. I'm getting the vibes off because we haven't spoken about it yet. I'm getting the vibes off you that you have a bit to say about this. I, ha- I have notes, Emma. I have a notebook full of notes. Oh, the bag okay. has been hooked into my veins and it's still half full. <laughs> All right. That sounds perfect. But before we go into our first segment of the podcast, mm. I have a tip for you. I have something to tell you. Right? What? During the week, what did I do? What? Started off my day with a sneaky McDonald's breakfast. Great. No, you didn't. Oh, I did, yeah. Went the notions. To... 
Matt went down to Just Eat. Because they have McDonald's now. Went down to Just Eat. Got me Mac breakfast. Sensational. I don't know why I haven't been doing it before. Best way to start the day. Deliver to the door. That's genius. I know. I know. Isn't it? Oh, God. You've just opened up a whole new world to me. It, it, See, that's it. It doesn't have world. to be... We're all au fait with getting the like food delivered in the evenings, but it can be at any time. Any meal. Yeah, it really can. And then when you think about it, especially like when you're scrolling through the old phone, as we said last week, the window shopping for the food. So you can get so much. So from traditional favourites like Chinese pizza, Thai, Indian to vegan, salad, sushi, sandwiches and desserts and more. You can also get yourself a breakfast from McDonald's if you're just feeling fancy yeah. one of the days. Just eat has it, whatever you want. Yeah. And then you can get it delivered straight to your door. I'm quite proud of myself on that one. So you can keep that. Uh, yeah, thanks. I'm going to put that into the back pocket. So whether it's a spontaneous Mac delivery for breakfast like Emma or a delicious Thai for lunch or a vegan feast for dinner, download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Did somebody say Just Eat? This week, I'm very excited to announce we are joined by comedian extraordinaire, Dancing with the Stars legend, Fred Cook. Oh, so hello, Jen. Hello, Emma. How are you, Fred? Thanks for coming on. Oh, so it's great to see us. Delighted to so, see you. Uh, and I'm, I'm quite new to these Zoom things, you know what I mean? I, I was one of those people who purposely didn't do any online stuff, you know what I mean? But I've a lot of heart for you guys, so I said, let's, let's give this one a shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're honoured. Yeah. We're honoured. Thank you so much. <laughs> How is lockdown 2.0 gone with the baby? Just... Oh, yeah, it's great. Like, uh, we were actually kind of lucky in a way that... Uh, you know, like, I guess many parents wouldn't, but with lockdown, we got to, got to spend any amount of time with Ted, which is yeah. lovely, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, I was actually, I sent it to Eric Lawler, uh, you know, a, a good mutual friend, but I was saying, as long as I never have to do the leave with her again, I can cope with anything. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, as long as, as long as I don't have to sit down for three hours, you know, every day, like, and not know what I have to write. You know, <laughs> and I do can, an English exam. Fine. You yeah. put anything, a doctor can give me any news, I don't mind. Whatever, I can, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. So lockdown's been lockdown's been lovely, but I can't wait to get back in the road. Oh, neither can I. Neither can I. Yeah, we're all yeah. in the same boat. So you've come to us this week with a show that you want to talk about. What is that show? The show is Baywatch. I love it. So, I feel like we have yeah, to start singing yeah. the theme song straight away. But tell us <laughs> about the show I'll, before we do I'll, that. I'll do the I'll do the effect, shall I? I get it. Can I get my guitar? Uh, can we edit that in? Yeah, do, do it. One second. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought of this. So maybe I could sing the song. It doesn't work. One sec, one sec. Okay. Oh, I love it. It's going to hassle half his way through the episode. I love it. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. he's back. Okay. I'm so excited. We're waiting. Let's join Here in. Here we go. I'll be there. Whenever you need. Oh, don't you be So what's the show? What's the show you're doing again, Fred? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there for you. Okay, Baywatch, Baywatch. I found out today that, uh, uh, just looking into it, that uh, Peter Gutierrez wrote the original song for Baywatch, but they didn't use it. Do you remember Peter Gutierrez? He was the guy who who sang The Glory of Love for The Karate Kid. The guy who sang... I'll be your man 
who will fight for your yeah. honor. Why did I think that? I thought that was song. Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see why you yeah, would, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, so he's like but a he pro did. at writing these, ki- these types of songs. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly, because when you hear the song, uh, the song Peter Gutero wrote, it's called Save Me. And uh, it's just like the Baywatch song. It's like they've almost used the same lyrics, only differently. Like, yeah. I'm standing on the beach and you need somebody. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like if I was Peter Guterra, I'd be very pissed off with David Asselow because he practically just took his song and made it a bit different. Yeah. You know, it's like the original Baywatch without that iconic piano riff. Do you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, that was the essence of Baywatch, wasn't it? It was the... Oh, at the start yeah. and then you yeah, have the yeah. little piano riff coming in and then you see Pamela and Hasselhoff pelting yeah, it up the, yeah. the beach looking all beautiful oh it was amazing and it was so kind of uh, dad got annoyed at me once because I remember watching it with dad now and I was watching it with him and dad wasn't dad was very unfazed by the whole thing and slightly annoyed because it seemed a bit vacuous and it wasn't realistic do you know what I mean like and I guess as a uh, uh, coming, in, uh, coming into my teens, I guess he wanted me to have a realistic <laughs> look in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me to be looking at Baywatch beside him, and I said to him, I've been listening to bullshit lads he saying to me in secondary school, and I actually said to Dad, Dad, there's places in the world where that exists, where women like that exist. And it's one of the first times he ever gave out to me. He goes, nowhere in the world exists like that. It's not natural in the first place. You know what I mean? You have to accept all bodies and stuff like this. Yeah. You know, but for me, I... I went to an all boys boarding school in Cavan. <laughs> so we'd know, like, women. I guess, you'd know women. communication with women. We did. We had a nun, Sister Rosario. <laughs> she was our only, she was our only community and a, and a beautiful religion teacher, you know, who was looking back, she was like 24, like we were 17, 18. You know what I mean? Oh, we talk, okay, God, she's yeah. like, she goes to Dublin on her own. <laughs> she's amazing, <Yeah>. right? And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like she's just a whole, we're matching our independent lifestyle and all this. And, uh, but every Saturday, Baywatch came on Irish TV at a quarter past five every Saturday. And uh, so we had studied from half five to half six. But at a quarter past five every Saturday, religiously, you'd have, <laughs> you'd have a, over 200 lads in a room looking at the one telly, like a 90s TV that goes right back. And uh, that moment that, uh, Pam Landerson, you remember that side profile as he, as, as Jen was just talking about that side profile when you see her with the ring boy yeah. and she's just smiling and chaos erupted like hormonal chaos, like we didn't know how to channel it. <laughs> Lads were picking up like seats and throwing them against the wall. Like, <laughs> what do I do? How do I handle such a sexy woman? Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was, uh, so we were just going mad. But the thing is, we needed to be in the study hall for half five. So because of that, we only had 15 minutes of Baywatch. And what happened was, uh, as you probably know, with the start of every Baywatch is that you'd have this music video. You had this music video, which would go on for 10 minutes before the actual narrative would kick off. And it was just someone walking along the beach or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, with the waves clashing against the rocks. And we're like, <laughs> we're all going, fuck this. Bring back, bring back Pamela. Bring back Pamela, you know. So it was just, uh, I guess it was an exciting time for any for any young man uh, in, mm. 90, in the early 90s to have Baywatch. Like, and was it, all, was it all about Pammy for you? Or was there other characters in the show? Well, I had early uh, Erica Linka, who was Shawnee from Baywatch. 
Do you remember her? Yeah. And I guess she was the first time I witnessed someone who went, oh my God. Now it was, it was very on the face level of beauty. You know what I mean? Like, but just, you know, like just, just as far as her curves and stuff like that, I was like, my God, she's astounding, you know? And, and, uh, and then you had that movie uh, where Eric Alinka with Shawnee from Baywatch, they went, they went on a trip. And that's when uh, Pamela Anderson was introduced uh, to, uh, to Baywatch. It was the first movie. It's actually mm. the first Baywatch, the movie. And, uh, and so, it was, uh, so yeah, it was, it was all that. Now, I went on to become a lifeguard myself <laughs> in Tells County Mead. <laughs> I love that. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can, ima- <laughs> you can imagine the, the aspirations I had <laughs> as, a lad, as a lad from Kells County Mead. Do you know, it yeah. was less, you were really it sticking it to your dad with that one, weren't you? You were just like, no, I'm going to be a lifeguard now. I was like that. Oh, wait. Is, there, is there a local swimming pool in Kells? Is there? There is, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, my mom worked in it for over nearly 40 years. Right. So it literally, it literally, the water of the swimming pool, you know, fed our family. And, yeah. uh, so, and that's why I became a lifeguard as well. But I did all the exams. Like, it wasn't like nepotism or anything like that. I, yeah. I did a lot of Ryan on it. I did all the work you have to do to get there. And uh, <laughs> I didn't just fall into being a lifeguard because I watched Baywatch. And, uh, but, you know, it was less Eddie from Baywatch, more Eddie from secondary school. <laughs> He's the bully and stuff like that. Like, I often felt, you know... Uh, at least when I talk about dad and dad telling me that a life like Baywatch in the beach of California, Hawaii doesn't exist. You know what I mean? And there's a reality <laughs> and a responsibility to lifeguards. Do you know what I mean? Around the world. At least I realized that when I became a lifeguard myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like little things. Like I remember like, like the main thing I learned as a lifeguard was that if you have to save somebody, uh, if someone's in trouble, like you have to, this is the first thing, and you, it's the main thing you learn in any health and safety is if you have to save somebody, uh, you know, you have to assess the hazards. You can't be putting your own life at risk. This is the thing you have to do. So like, you know, and you could see it, you could see it with Mitch Buchanan on the beach, you know, or, or you know, they'd always looked left and right before they grabbed the ring boy and ran. Now for me on the deck of Kel's swimming pool, it was just the same. Parallel lines. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have a young lad from Navin in the deep end screaming because he can't swim. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, I, I'd have to, for me, for me assessing the hazards, I had to drop my coffee. Stay there! Stay there! Stay there! Stay there. And I'd, I'd, I'd just put the coffee aside so it wouldn't spill. And then I'd, you know, you'd never jump into the pool. There's no, in a 50 meter swimming pool, unless I've gone down, you're not going in. You know what I mean? Like you can see them as well. So you just, you're literally just throw, uh, you just throw whatever you can, inflatable stuff to get them out. Like. A pool noodle. Here, grab this. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing. That's what, that's, sometimes, uh, I guess, they just need a voice in a swimming pool. If someone is trying, not drowning, but panicking. It's panic yes. and panic leads to drowning, I guess. So <laughs> I've seen it. I've done it myself. Uh, like, especially with teenagers, early teenagers who, who'd have summer schools. Like the Dublin bus had this thing where uh, they'd have, I guess you call them city kids who were slightly underprivileged, you know what I mean? And they'd get in a Dublin bus <laughs> and go to Kells swimming pool for three hours and it caused chaos. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You'd get those 11-year-olds, 10-year-olds who had more confidence than a realistic foundation of what they can achieve themselves. And they'd jump right into the deep end with no fear and then realise that they can't swim or halfway and you'd often say to a child like that who's panicking you just go just kick your legs kick your legs you're fine 
just kick your legs mm. and all of a sudden they're like whoa I can't believe I was worried all this time you know what I mean <laughs> they just needed someone to say that to them you know what I mean a, yeah. like a, a palpable connection but, how many lives have you saved Fred uh, I've, I'd say I've in my years working as a lifeguard and it was, it's, I've worked for lifeguard for a good five to six years because I did it through college yeah. and I did it uh, a year after I uh, graduated from college <laughs> I graduated from UCD with a music degree and for a year and a half after that I worked as a, as a lifeguard in the David Lloyd Centre in Clonski like so that's how much I love lifeguarding. Jack of and, all trades. Exactly yeah yeah. But, uh, Fred you know, what is Baywatch even about? Uh, well that's the thing I think when it came in 89 it didn't work it actually came in 89 and then it was it was David Hasselhoff who decided to co-produce it around 90 okay. I think it was 91 92 and he says okay i think i know where it's going wrong here i think what baywatch was about was just <laughs> surviving physically and emotionally <laughs> you know like i think uh some of the narratives in baywatch uh were quite good and i'll honestly say that you know what i mean i think they were they're brave enough in ways i remember one episode and i was this is the early 90s now freddie mercury just passed away it was november and maybe it's the year after that they had a scene where Caroline, one of the lifeguards, went into the uh, water to take this guy out. His name was Ron. I'll never forget this episode. And, uh, and uh, she was giving him out to marrow uh, resuscitation, but he was bleeding. And then uh, one of the other lifeguards seen it. He had a necklace on his uh, wrist. And he goes, oh, he's, uh, he's got AIDS. That, that, oh. uh, he's got AIDS. And it was, oh, there was kind of panic and worry. And she had to get tested. And she was fine and all this. But it was one of the first times because uh, for, for popular TV, <laughs> people wouldn't touch it. <laughs> wouldn't go yeah, near like, yeah, that. You're time. joking with me, you know what I mean? And then, then you see someone like Baywatch, David Rich. At the time, I was like, oh, this, it scared the fuck out of me. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, my word. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was afraid to kiss anyone. Do you know? Because mm. maybe two years, three years after that, I was probably starting to shift myself. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, but I do remember that. Do you know what I mean? So credits were credits too. There was that stuff as well. There was another episode as well. I remember Eddie. Do you remember Eddie? He was kind of uh, Shawnee's boyfriend. And this is early Baywatch. Okay. And uh, he was catfished. He was waiting on a date. It was this really sexy voice kind of seductive uh, sultry voice and then when she arrives in he's not what he thought she was when they met each other on the date and uh, like so it was the first time you know catfishing was ever addressed yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like well before well the internet hadn't really started then but you know what i mean they were, they were clever uh, with some of their narratives because of stuff like that it was also nine seasons they had nine seasons i think so you're going to get a lot of shit <laughs> i didn't think it was a. Uh... It was that deep or that long even. I felt I feel like, you know, some series they're so legendary that and then you realise they actually weren't even that long. They were just so hard hitting that everybody remembers them. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like some some episodes like do stick out. Like there's definitely like there was Hobie. Do you remember uh, Mitch's son? There was a new hobby that came in all of a sudden yeah. for no reason, no explanation whatsoever. Like Ben it's and EastEnders. Yeah, exactly. Or like Ross Naroon at the moment. They, they don't acknowledge COVID <laughs> for a second. Never. It's like no yeah. one's gonna. <laughs> so it's like it just doesn't happen in Clifton. It's like you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's, it's for that reason. You know what I mean. Our Baywatch always stands out for me. You mm. know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it is a good and one was, to remember. Is I'd love to go and rewatch it all again, and well, a have a laugh. And well, then... my brother, my brother did that through lockdown. 
Oh, uh, with yeah. Parker right. Danielle, and he's, he bought the box set, and I laugh at him initially, but then he comes back at me for all the same arguments that I'm saying now, and he goes, well, I wouldn't diss it too much. It kind of, yeah. those moments of complete shit in it, but then those mm. little moments yeah. uh, where it stood out. Well, thanks very much for coming on, Fred. Yes, Fred, really thank you. Oh, thank you very it was much. Nice reminiscing. Yeah, it was. Like reminiscing on Baywatch, and I loved your song. <laughs> Cheers, Jen. Thanks so much, Fred. I, I love the idea for the show. I'll see you soon, guys. Yeah, see you soon, Fred. Cheers. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You can't say a word. Now, this is one of our favourite parts of the podcast. We get to hear from you, the listeners, and basically trash it out and ask you some questions every week. Last week, we asked you what was your favourite TV show that you never tire of watching over and over again. Yeah, but this week we're taking things a bit more local as we want to hear what your favourite, most memorable Irish reality TV show is. Yeah, and once you start delving into it, and loads of people got in touch with it, which was great, you see just how many shows there are. But we've got four mm. that we're going to chat about in particular. Yeah. I'll just take oh, a deep okay. breath before I say I know, this you, one. She, she can't even say it. I'll say it for you. California. California. I mean... Okay, if you were to explain it to someone who's never seen it, because few people ask me and they're like, is it like an Irish Jersey Shore? And I said, yeah, like that's that's pretty much what it is. There's just another element of it that you just can't explain to people. Every sentence is... Ugh. Right. Oh, you're... No. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me stop you there. When people, ask, when people ask me what California is, I say it doesn't represent me. <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost if you've ever watched it you're not Irish and you don't really get it it's that's not all Irish not all us I know. know I think that's very important to highlight in it because it's just too cringe but you see then even like okay so the show itself when you you know I watched a few clips back and stuff just to jog my memory and yeah I was like yeah no this it's as cringy <laughs> as I remember and then people were getting in touch with the gossip now after the fact, because it's eight years. Is right, it? Since, yeah. Since it, I think, finished up. And OK, first of all, when I looked into it, I found out that like uh, we're all we all have to take responsibility for this. OK, there was twi- you can hardly talk. There, there <laughs> was so 22 crazy. episodes. Jen, it wasn't just like, oh, they had six episodes and then we said, oh, like, come on, lads, we'll never speak of that again. 22 episodes. One girl got in touch and one of the fellas from California was actually uh, the stripper at her hen. 
her sister booked yeah. him on the sly. Is this Mark? So, no, I don't even think it was Mark. I, is there one of them, Jay? Oh, yeah, Jay. Oh, yeah, so that was his profession at the time. Yeah, so, I saw, oh, my God. I mean, I find strippers at Hens just, yeah. but just to take it to that next level. <laughs> I think I need to California one. Yeah, I think we I think we need to move on before I, I just I get sick. Off. Like, yeah. OK, what's the next one there on the list? <laughs> All right. So the next one is Fade Street, which was Ireland's answer to the hills. Yes. And of course, it's where we were introduced to the lovely Vogue. The lovely Vogue. Yeah. Vogue sound, by the way. She Don't just seems Vogue sound. <laughs> no, and in fairness, like, because I, I watched a few episodes Oh, no, I'd say about a year ago, just for the crack. And she even in Fade Street, like she came across all right, I thought. Mm. They did seem like, because uh, I, I don't, th- I don't believe I watched Fade Street all the way through, but I did see no. a few clips and it was like the first one where it was very similar to the hills and that they were going to work for this. Was it going, were they going to work for a magazine yeah they were going to work and like obviously we all know all this stuff is set up but it's like they met at the interview do you remember that's that that's what it was and Vogue had the white shorts I just remember the white shorts <laughs> at the interview yeah <laughs> yeah shorts. it was uh, it was grand but yeah look. It- I and another iconic because I think didn't Joanne McNally didn't she do like a, a voiceover on one of the players for Fade Street recently? Oh yes, she did. Yeah, she did, and she's best friends with Vogue, so she was taking the mick out of it basically the whole thing because it was one of those iconic scenes where they I think they were at Oxygen and oh, don't ask wow. me I do not know their names like some fella came up to just like to his girlfriend and be just like you you bitch. And then walked off or something. It was, it was just like, well, I don't know whether they were trying to act. It definitely wasn't natural. It was no. mortifying. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> Speaking of mortifying, you're a star. Mm. Right. How do you feel I'm, about that one? I just remember the graphics on it. And weren't they just trying to emulate everything that England were doing at the time? Now, you're a star. Is that the one where they went... Uh, to the Eurovision. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And they had um, the brother and sister singing together. Mm. Donna mm. and Joseph, wasn't it? Mm. I always... <laughs> anytime, like, and one, a brother and sister are a duo, there's something... Nah, nobody feels easy. <laughs> it's it's an uneasy situation when you have a brother and a sister as a duo. That's just an uneasy. It's unsettling. Nobody likes it. Stop doing it. It's yeah. it's not nice. It's not. No, I mean, ugh. but I have to admit something to you now, just so I can get this off my chest. I I don't know if it was your star, but it was one of them. I actually auditioned for one of these. Look at the face on you. Yes. So like 16, we like a few of us went from school and I don't know what I was thinking because I was like too shy. I didn't want to be on the camera. Whereas like if you're going to do one of those things, you have to be like, you know, when you're in the queue, you have to be like giving it loads and whatever. They'll be telling oh, you yeah, to like yeah. cheer. And, and I just like, oh, Scarlett, Scarlett. And uh, it's just mortifying. And I'm so glad that it never got on TV or whatever. Like, do you know what I sang? <laughs> sang. <laughs> The Rose. Oh, uh, like from Seal. No, you, no, not that one. Not that <laughs> one. <laughs> not Baby. Jeez. No, not that one. Um, it's like a real song you learn in school. 
some oh, say okay. love. Yeah. Oh, well, it was yeah. just it was totally more like it was totally mortifying and I felt terrible. Like I just and yeah, it but, just wasn't uh, good. So here. I've gotten that out there. No one can say it to me. It's it happened. It was a long time ago. Don't it's it's like I have this thing when you admit something about yourself when you're kind of in the public eye, which you would be because you've got a few followers on Instagram. Yes, and you admit something. It's like that bit in Eight Mile, you know, where Eminem is like, tell these motherfuckers something they don't know about me. <laughs> it's like, there you go. You have nothing over me now. <laughs> you, well, you have to get in, you have to get in front of it. That's that, that's this the real, is it. isn't it? But I just like if you're in the queue and you're mortified about waving at the camera, it's probably not the best thing to be doing auditioning for Eurostar. Like, yeah you could potentially end up at the stage of the Eurovision like that's it because I did I didn't play the game I didn't have my sob story I wasn't doing it for Nana I mm. hadn't hadn't been bullied or anything I was just like yeah I just thought be like bit of crack like we all just came on the bus so that's not really the story they're looking no. for you know what I mean you're not, so. you're not selling yourself enough you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time a couple of years on you you probably would have done better you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, we have to just move on now. Uh, yeah, yeah. But people gave us loads of great answers. Like there was Ernst for this family, Passion Fashion on TG Car. There oh, was loads. Yes, yeah. Loads of brilliant was, shows. I like the the ones these days, like the Goggle Boxes and the ones that, that are basically straight taken from UK TV and done right. I like those. Like yeah. The Four States and the, the Goggle Box. I think they're doing better now, but yeah, now back in the day, it's it's nice to look back and laugh. And move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For next week, we want to know what TV show had the worst ending of all time. So keep an eye out on the Telebox social channels and get involved. And also be in with a chance to win many 50 euro Justy vouchers we will have to give away. It's only five eggs per bloke per day. I don't want to talk to you. Then shut them! Go! Calm down, right? You're 19. Shut your face, right? Now, we're only a couple of weeks into the new year, but I think it's safe to say that we've already seen probably one of the most bizarre, strangest television programmes for 2021. It's ITV's hit celebrity competition, Jen, The Masked Singer. Singer. The Masked Singer. Yeah. Yeah. So to fill you in on what it's about. So this is season two. This has gained worldwide fame. Like America has taken it on. I'm not actually too sure what other countries have taken it on, but it's it's the next X Factor. So yeah, it's, basically, it's, it's an X like talent competition franchise, isn't it? Like it's that's it. Yeah, and I actually I love it. Do and you? I te- I t- yeah, I tell you why I love it because they're not going in trying their best or like making a show themselves, trying to get a record deal. There's no sob stories. Yeah, but you still there's still like. It's the whole mystery around it. It doesn't get boring because at the end of every show, we're going to unmask whoever is under it. So I think it's an absolutely genius concept for a show. And it's now, listen, yeah. it is like watching Teletubbies after popping an LSD. It's meant it's mental. Now, season one, I looked at a few clips because I didn't actually know this was a thing. I only saw people tweeting about it. I think it was like. So a week and a half ago or something. I was like, what's this? And then I saw the trailer for it and I was like, this actually is a bit of me. But this, like the costumes. <laughs> I just so love the way you say, this the, is actually a bit of me. There's uh, <laughs> Teletubbies. 
sing yeah. the hearts out on Saturday night. That's that's right up my street. That's me to a T. That's me right to a T. Yeah, exactly. Now, like, it's a big budget thing. So, like, the studio is unbelievable. Much better than any X Factor stage I've ever seen. And now, looking back at the, the clips of season one, the costumes weren't that great. But season two, they just seem to have ramped everything up. And okay, the yeah. costumes are really extravagant. It's... One of those ITV shows, it's like this morning, you know, where they give away mad prizes. Like on the break, they're giving away a prize worth 117 grand, I think. Like it's big budget. Yeah. Like it's, it's absolutely huge. So you have 12 celebrities to begin with. They're all under these big extravagant costumes. You don't know who they are. Uh, you have a panel. So we have Jonathan Ross, Rhea Ora, Davina McCall and Mo Gilligan. But it was yeah. Ken Jung last year. From the hangover. I mean, he's just so funny. He's so funny, but because like of Mo COVID, was funny, he but I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was he was huge. And then some of the clips from last year, they had like celeb- um kind of guest slots, like they had Kelly Osbourne on one week, and you know all this kind of. Oh yeah, crack, because but... next next week they're gonna have um Alan Carr on. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, so yeah. like they do, it, like it, it is quite. It's not just something that it's just like you could take it or leave it. It's it's quite big it's the only way i can kind of describe it but so you have these celebrities and then they give you these clue packages in it's like a vt before their performance and they're giving you clues very subtle some could be quite obvious when you find out who they are they actually are quite obvious but obviously when you don't know who they are it's hard enough yeah so you have this vt of the clue and then they come out and perform under their suit so like some of their voices are unbelievable but you have this dragon who looks like baby bop after going to the gym do you know what I mean like it's no. it's mental do you know I know well it's just I have to I have to be honest now like when I see that sausage I just oh, I don't know what stop. it does inside me but I just lose it but I actually love it I wasn't <laughs> expecting to I watched it for the first time last week because I'd heard like I'd heard vaguely something about like Mel B being in it or whatever hmm. it's real like <laughs> It's obviously a sing competition, but because we don't know who they are, you don't get that same thing of like, oh, here, here's so-and-so trying to, as you say, get a record deal or revamp the career. Because everyone, no matter when you go, everyone kind of ends up getting the same amount of like exposure or whatever. It yeah. really seems like they're doing it because they just thought it'd be great fun. Like, I'm sure obviously they're getting paid nicely as well, but you do actually believe that they are there because they enjoy singing or whatever. But there's just, um, for me, there's just a whack of like through the keyhole off it. Do you remember through the keyhole? It's like, I think it's just because of all the crappy clues. And yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how I feel. Like, how many of them had swords in it tonight? It seemed I like know. everyone had a sword. And I was like, I was starting to get so confused. The other thing I love about it is the kids actually watch it. So they would have never been into like X Factor or anything like that. Too boring for them. But they actually watch it and I think it's obviously to do with the, t- the teletubby element to it. Like, because the, yeah. the costumes are deadly in fairness. I'm way, I'm kind of worried one of them is going to keel over from like, like, because Exha- yeah, they're roasting. Exhaustion. Yeah, <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> so I'd say they have to get like medicals on the day and the whole shebang. Um, Absolutely. Because they must, like some of them costumes, some of they're, them costumes. Like a Harlequin can't take a step. <laughs> like, do you ever see her trying to walk back down that little lane? It's ridiculous looking. She's like, uh, oh, like, like she's rock- walking a tightrope. 
Robin is grand. Like you're like, that's Aww. fine for Robin in the little leggings. But Let's then Blob, Blob's on no. wheels. Blob's like Blob's on wheels. Blob can only literally. But come here, Dragon can fart. Dragon can fart smoke. It's amazing. Now I, I did have no. I just I just said because uh, <laughs> Robin like have for. I have Jen, a few I feel like we're s- we're uh, we're smashed in a beer garden or something like that. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. It's like Teletubbies after taking a bit of LSD. Not that I ever have, but I'd imagine it's very yeah. similar. Because what you were saying there about Robin, I have a few opinions on Robin. Right, so on my notes here, I have his yes. trousers. He's hot. I'm I'm attracted to Robin. I don't know why. I think Rita or I might also be attracted to Robin. Mm. It's it's the voice, it's the the moves, but his trousers are very ill-fitting and I don't like them. Do you know who I think he is? Who? Yeah, we, I think... Do you know what? We will get to that, actually, because do you have a list of who do you think... Who who done it? Who is it? I've only a couple, and then okay, there's right. others I have in a braise. That's great. But I do... And do you know what the other thing I like about it as well? You know, with the... With Jonathan, like there's, are they judges? It's a panel more so, yeah. Yeah, but the thing I like about it is that when the show starts, they're just sitting in the seat. There's not Mm. all this big performance. Do you remember like X Factor back in the day? You're like, Talisa, will you just sit down, love? That was the first 10 minutes. (laughs) They'd literally get to their seats and it was like ad break. And you're like, oh, for God's sake. It was, it was like they came out and the dry ice was behind them and it was this big... So it is actually, it feels like it's a bit, it's a bit speedier and the fact that you don't have the public vote as well, it it just moves on, you know, you don't have to remember back in the day, the after show and then you'd get Mm. the results show and they dragged the results show out of like half an hour and like, you're just like, God. Yeah, I did notice that because um, I actually watched uh, three episodes in a row last week because I wanted to catch up because I, I was genuinely interested in watching it but the time that it's on I have to put Bobby to bed and stuff like that and um, yeah but I watched three in a row and they're all the exact same like the format of them nearly Joel Domit's lines nearly exactly the same I could nearly do his job at this stage but it is it's very quick that's one of the things that I noticed it's like it's to the point there's none of this yeah dragging out and because it's only there and it's like it's nice that there's a bit of a live audience there i know there's not that many and they're all in their own little bubbles but it is nice and the fact that they vote it's not a big public vote it's you know it's speedy now obviously it's all pre-recorded so yeah they're not they're also not feeding into twitter either yeah because you know the way that like if you go onto twitter you'll see the hashtag the mass singer uk or whatever and you'll see everybody's guesses they can't feed into anybody's because it's all pre-recorded yeah, no, I, I, I really like it. And I think the panel is good. Like Rita Ora, she was definitely the girl in school who'd come in and be like, can I see your business homework? And you're like, oh, yeah, here we go, this one again. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, she's just happy to be there. You know what I mean? I think she's just she's delighted she's kinda, with the gig. Yeah. Yeah. The Some of the guests is off the panel now. I mean, oh, I just like I think my particular one of my favorites was. And they're all coming from, like, the majority are coming from Mo. Not all of them, but a lot of the, like, off-the-wall guesses. Like, Lance Armstrong, he said Tom Hardy. And, like, as we were watching, as Shane said, he's like, we haven't even heard Tom Hardy speak yet. He's already going to start singing. Because, you know, the way he's just, like, Mr. Mumbles in all his movies. Celine Dion. (laughs) Would you come on? 
There was Celine one Dion. Dion. Oh, the Mass one. Singer UK. <laughs> yeah, I know. During COVID. What are you talking That's, about? I know, yeah. It was one of the... Um, oh, this is another thing that annoys me. So, there, in the first few episodes, and it's not like that... In the first couple of episodes, they don't do it anymore. There was like a face-off. Tonight was a bit more speedy because they, they didn't have like the face-off. They they had all of them performing on it. But when there was so many contestants, they kind of, they did six and six and then they did a certain number, but they had different segments in it. So a couple of weeks ago, they had a segment where it was two lies and a truth. And oh, Marti- yeah, that was real annoying, wasn't it? Yeah, and Martine McCutcheon, who was the swan, she did two lies and a truth, but the the panel kept mixing it up and they thought it was two truths and a lie. I don't blame them because when they were doing that, I hadn't a clue what was going on. Yeah, it's that really was, confusing. That was annoying me. But it was one of the things because Martine obviously was putting on her American accent or whatever and she went, my name isn't as big as you would make it out to be or something like that. And Davina goes, Ariana Grande. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Ariana, uh, sorry, Davina has come out with some belters as well. She has. She really has. Ariana Grande. She want to cough on to herself. They're just saying names, really. Just a lot yeah, of the time, aren't they? It's, it's, you need to think smaller. You so, need to be right. thinking who used to be in EastEnders. You know, that's... Yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, yeah. Imagine, that's where you need to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, right, we'll go through a quick list of who we think it is. Right, so yes. first up we have Sausage. Sausage. <laughs> I was going to lose our life. Our, sausage our, is our headlines uh, change Solomon, every week, isn't it? Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. I or think... no, Sheridan uh, Sheridan Smith. I think I think Sheridan Smith. Everybody thought that Sheridan Smith was um, the Harley Quinn, but I think Sheridan Smith is sausage. But also, I think it could be Gabrielle because there was clues in tonight's. Uh, songs and in the songs it was like been around the world and I I I and it keeps talking about a mask in real life so it could be Gabrielle with the eye patch. Yeah, I thought I thought Gabrielle was one of them. All right, and she's very soulful. Listen, if she's not, if she's not sausage, she's in the show somewhere. You just have to find her. <laughs> uh, the next one is Badger. Oh, Badger! I haven't actually a clue for Badger. I think Badger is somebody who I don't know who, like, even if he takes his mask off, I'm still going to be like, who is it? <laughs> Do you know? Oh, he did, he did say the, did he say the lead singer of Stereophonics? Was it Kelly Jones? Oh, yeah. Could and be, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that could be He does like sound that, like him. One thing that does me not in with Davina every time with Badger, though, is the, the rock sign. She does this hand gesture to him every week. I feel Davina's like... grand, but, like, she's, she's just... Uh, she always has the potential to do something like real cringy. She's that. And she's mate, always like, you know what I mean? Who are you? Who are you? That's all. Sit down. You know what the concept of the show is. Just sit down, Davina. You'll find out eventually. Uh, so Bush Baby was actually next on my list, but we found out that that was John Thompson tonight. Hadn't a clue, but then I think I've nearly even seen him singing something and then obviously he said that that was the t- theme tune of the fast show yeah yeah so, which he was yeah. in so it kind of like what you said like once you actually know the person it's, the clues it's are like, so oh, yeah, easy like, yeah. yeah isn't it uh dragon dragon i hadn't a clue actually either i thought i had an idea for a lot of them but i don't no so, i don't who did you know anyone for dragon i, I have no I think I think it might be Rosie O'Donnell. I uh, know. 
Have you been the, chatting to Mo? Have you been chatting to Mo? I just think with the New York accent and the LGBTQ plus rainbow thing, I just think it could be Rosie O'Donnell. Because you don't know whether it's a man or a woman. It's quite. It, sometimes it is a feminine voice, but Rosie O'Donnell can be quite husky. And she's a comedian. Do you know, I just feel like it could be. Because like last year they had Khalees. Like that's a big name. Yeah. Do you know? God, now you actually have me thinking. I think it could be. And nobody's really said anything about Dragon Body. I think I think it might be. Now, like when they take off the mask and it's absolutely not Rosie O'Donnell come for me. Absolutely. But by, by all means, you've every right. But I just say I'm it's just Lora- I'm going it's like Lorraine or something. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got that one <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and Harley Quinn. I think that might be uh, Gabrielle as Gabrielle, well. Gabrielle, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought was Gabrielle, all right, defo. Can I just say as well, just the drama of them taking off the mask. Have you ever seen them rocking side to side when they're taking off the mask at the end? I'm like, what? What are you doing? It's like, and then they're just there. It's psychotic looking. It gets a bit strange then, I have to say. And then we pan back for the shocked faces. And it's a bit odd. Like, I mean, if you were able to like watch yourself watching it and like shouting at the telly and that's that person and that gets the stadium. And then I'm like, Emma, the state of you watching this and enjoying it. You know what I mean? But like, I'm totally... I'm yeah, totally yeah. in it. Hooked, hooked, I think it's a great show. I actually really, it's, really yeah. like it. I'd give it a 10 out of 10. I think it's just very wholesome, very positive, And it's what we need, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nice and easy. Like, it's grand to watch. Now, if you yeah. decided to go out and pop the kettle on or get a little snack, you're not going to be going, here, pause it, pause it. Like, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you'll catch up when you come in. Like, it'll be fine. But mm. you need that telly as well. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. no, I no, love it. Definitely. I think it's really good. Well, that's it for this week. A huge thank you for listening to this week's Telly Box. Me and Emma have had a ball, so I hope you've been enjoying it too. Now, Jen, you were interested in what was on my menu last week when we were recording. What are you going to be getting yourself from Just Eat this evening? I think it's a fish and chips, mate. Mm. A little smoke cod. Proper feed. Ooh. Yeah, so, something hearty on a bit of batch, fizzy drink. Straight to the door, feel coma afterwards. Something vinegar, like the need. whole shebang. Yeah, I need it. I need it in my life. Do okay. yourself a favour tonight and download the Just Eat app where you can choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants and get it delivered straight to your door. And make sure to join us next week here on Telebox. Box.